beep boop boop beep boop robot variety show wah, wah. we gotta get a theme song a that nice, should be it right there nice theme beep bop boop bop beep robot variety show and we're live for Sunday, March 1st, 2020. <laughs> Coming to you live from Ground Zero Coronavirus Central. How's everybody doing today? Yeah. Your hosts are all here. We got Joey Radish. We got James James. And we have Master John Goodfellow. <laughs> Evening, everyone. How's everybody doing today? Uh, live. Alive. Uninfected. For the, for the time being. For now. The time so let's talk about right off the right off the rip of the elephant in the room. The first two cases of coronavirus have surfaced mm-hmm. the county between each of us. So Sarasota County, the first. Yeah. Conf- yeah. Well, they're presumptive tests. They're not. Uh, they're not 100% confirmed yet. But anyway, wash your hands. Keep away from large crowds. Barricade yourself. Barricade your home with provisions, um, canned foods, water. Twelve feet. No, um, I mean I don't want to uh, add to anyone's panic. I'm having a little personal concerns with it, but I think it, because it's a big unknown, and I just I don't know. I think a lot of people wrote off a lot of things in the past, and they live to regret it just before they died in agony so i i'm just gonna you know what i'm gonna be cautious keep your hands away from your face and don't get around people that are sick and if you're sick stay away from other people stay home stay home or the hospital yeah they're we're discussing that at my job that people if you if you're symptomatic that you, you'll be, you need to go home. You need to stay home and not come in under discipline. So, um, oh boy, Let's yeah. Sorry. So stay home. Don't infect others. We'll get through this. We've been Eat through well. this. Get plenty of sleep. Stay healthy. Avoid big crowds. Which I'll be going to Universal Studios next weekend and um, in and a bubble. It, yeah, I think we should cancel. We trip. can't. I think I, mean, I don't think you can at this point. Why not? Uh, Isn't the seventy-two hour uh, cancellation policy? No, I don't know. We're staying at Aventura. Ooh, fancy! But fancy. I'm bringing the Lysol. I'm bringing the Lysol. <laughs> and those wipes in the purple cans. Those are the. Those will kill anything, living or not. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about how our week's been going. How's everybody doing this week? Good. Good. James? Great. Awesome. Anything new and exciting that happened to you this week? No. no. Wow. Joey? Wow. Uh, That's a hard one to follow. (laughs) um, Especially after surviving a car fire. I guess it's all downhill from there. (laughs) Um, How's that going? Is it a total write-off? Yeah, as far as I know. Uh, They didn't give you like, hey, it'll be back in a couple weeks. No. No. Did you <laughs> did you lose any personal effects in the blaze? Uh, my GPS. Um, oh. I had a ring camera in the back. And, Keep intruders uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit, that sucks. <sighs> you riding a new one? Hell no. I'm in a fucking yeah. piece of shit. 
But it's a piece of shit Tahoe, so yeah, that's a beauty. That's I saw, um, I saw you guys had a birthday party for your for your mother. Yes, wonderfully attended event for her seventieth birthday. <clears throat> yes, we watched it from afar, uh, <laughs> but we have a gift waiting for her. When we Did see you live stream the birthday. <laughs> I think it was a Facebook thing. Yeah. That they, <clears throat> Yeah, we're trying to cut down on virus. Um, yeah, exposure. Uh, you know, uh, Skype, Skyping us in would have been amazing, but I. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, work was long this last week. Uh, what did we do this weekend? Uh, we had a neighbor thing Friday. Yes, bonfire. Made a lot of cocktails, and you know it's funny. No, the, uh... I didn't get it. I think I had like one drink. Because I was so busy bartending, and I was like a I was like a Red Lobster bartender oh. uh, during Lobster Fest. <laughs> so busy. You're making old fashions and rum runners and God, <laughs> whatever the oldies like. <laughs> now nah, I was just doing my key lime pie martini and oh, that's a green pie martini. Those will get you out. Those will not any shark you. attacks. Yeah, a couple of those delights, and those will those will sneak up on you too. Yeah, um, all that sugar just downloads right into your uh-huh. system, and it's lights out, boys. So today lights I went out. into the garage almost, and didn't almost kill myself, unlike last weekend when I fell off the ladder. And then, how uh, are you healing up from that? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It only looks majorly grotesque still, but it's fine. And then, um, uh, it looks like I got beat. Like, I mean, those things welted. Do you think you're just covering up for uh, your wife abusing you? Because that's a real thing. Are you on blood thinners? No, I'm not on blood thinners. No, it's just when that that ladder gave, I was in the attic, and it was like a uh, like a hangman's trap door. It it just dropped, and I like my my whole weight and arms in just that sheer panic of trying to grab something, and I slapped that two by four. Ugh. and I grabbed it with the death grip, and then you know my forearms just smashed into that. So can four. I paint a picture of you sitting in the attic with that robot, uh, <laughs> watching old home movies, <laughs> yeah. a tear forming in your eye, right. and then someone comes over and opens the attic door? Is that <laughs> pretty much what happened? So, yeah, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, oh, what the hell did we do Saturday? Oh, we just went out to a bunch of stores and just went out. There's just, for just in. In yeah, I just went out getting coronavirus. No big deal. And actually, she's she's something. What's that? She's fighting something. Oh god. Did yeah. You go get it checked out. Not yet. <laughs> Wrong one, James. <laughs> we want the attic scene. Yeah, but this is a good one though. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Um. So my week. Let's see what we did. Did you guys do anything today? I just worked in the garage. No. Yeah, that, getting all tidied up from <laughs> getting all tidied up from uh, from uh, which we'll call it, eh? Is that it? Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. No, just organizing it. You know, I bought those new shelves and demoed the old ones. <clears throat> yeah, looking good now. It's only like almost there. So uh, Thursday, we I worked till about nine p.m. on Wednesday. Got home, slept till about twelve thirty a.m. Got in our vehicle. And That's drove right. up to Universal Studios Florida, got there at 3.30 a.m., and waited around. Well, I mean, we had tickets, but we waited for 
the live broadcast of the Today Show, live from Universal mm -hmm. Studios. Um, we got to get in the first row of the live bro broadcast. Made uh, made the uh, camera a few times. Yeah, I uh, saw. It. That was yeah. awesome. It, it was good. It was it was fun to see. So they brought all four hours down of the Today Show. I don't, I don't know if people watch the Today Show that listen to us. Obviously, if you're listening to us, you probably don't listen to the Today Show. But anyway, um, the amount of people. So there's like five people on stage, you know, doing the news, doing their news thing. And there's literally like 200 people running around behind the scenes, you know, cameras and microphones and lights. And I mean, there's, there's two guys or three guys that just carry a cord for the guy with the camera. And they're, uh, is that the best grip? I don't know. I was going to ask the guy, what are you? But all he did was loop up a cord and yeah. unfurl a cord and loop up a cord and unfurl. <laughs> Jump uh, 80, 80 grand a year. Yeah, probably. And one guy was just cutting his teeth. You could tell he was a newbie. He just didn't get the proper technique a few times. Ran into the cameraman. Oh. But, you know, it's all. it was all good. And then I also noticed that each show, so you have, like, your first two hours, and then mm -hmm. you have, like, your third hour, and then you have the Jenna and... and different production teams so there were different people in charge for every show that went on it was, oh, was wow. kind of cool so yeah. like some segment producers yeah i think so and you know there's like there's one guy who's kind of in charge of it all you know and he mm -hmm. watches <clears throat> he watches and tells them when to go on air and and the other the other cool thing that i thought was pretty cool was that you could actually hear the show so they had speakers set up and mm -hmm. they had big tv set up as well um but you could actually hear and watch the show as it was going out live from from Orlando. So it's pretty good. It's 41 degrees. It was frosty, frosty the fucking snowman. Was City Walk awesome. empty when you got there? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just the people for the show. There were probably, I tell you, there weren't that many people. I would say less than 200 in, because it was right in front of that Today Show Cafe. Mm -hmm. And there were people on the sidewalk in front of the Today Show Cafe and this massive open section in the middle. And then, like, three rows um, <laughs> three, three rows back from the fence. That was about it. Um, I'm just seeing James's uh, videos that are coming up. <laughs> I was going to do that to the microphone. But I was also going to yell at where was Matt Lauer. Where's Matt? Yeah. Where's Lauer? Fucker. Did you um... – so a couple questions. Is that with Al Roker? Is Al Roker yep. on? Yeah. Okay. Very nice guy. Seemingly nice. And is he still thin? Yeah. Yeah. Thin. Um, 70s now, right? James, how old's Al? He's looking good. Hustle. He's a hustler too, boy. Running all around. Because he was the guy they sent out to different different spots in the park. Yeah. Live broadcast from. And he was, he was hustling. Yeah. 65. He was hustling. So the park wasn't open yet, was it, when they did no, this? No. But it opened at 10. And the shows went till eleven, so uh, people started coming in and getting loud. Uh, no, it wasn't too bad. And then there was a live concert. It was a little big town concert. Um, there were a lot of people staged for that. You know, you had to get there at seven for the concert. So you could get tickets for the live broadcast studio or audience, and then you could get separate tickets for the concert, one or the other. So we chose the uh, studio audience, and uh, a lot of people there for the concert. But it, it went well. It was very smooth. How tired were you? I was exhausted. Yeah, we literally stopped at a cowfish for some lunch mm -hmm. at 11.30, you know, after everything was said and done, and drove home. My wife drove. I slept. Oof, okay. I was out like a light. And um, 
did um Gen- did Jenna do you get Secret Service if you're the what's daughter? That? Do you are you do you get Secret Service protection if you're the child of a former president? I know the so president. She though. she was the only one with a bodyguard. With her was he Secret Service? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He was a big man. He was a large, uh, Peter Griffin-looking man, very large. Okay. Uh, but she was the only one, and close protection too. Not not standing across the stage. Yeah. Not you know, when she was out mingling with the crowd. Yeah. They do a lot of crowd mingling. Um, she was literally three feet away the entire time. Um, There's actually a former President's Act of 1958. And it says former presidents were entitled to lifetime secret service protection for themselves, spouses, and children under 16. Oh, so this is probably her own personal. Yeah. Probably provided by the studio. Well, even though people say they love Bush now, remember at one time he was Adolf Hitler, even before 9 11 hit, he was Hitler. So um, she has to have that bodyguard from. Yeah, so he was was there the whole time. Um, You know. Savannah Guthrie was just like I thought Savannah Guthrie was going to be. Yeah. She seemed very, uh, you know, prissy. I don't know. Um, and that camera takes a lot off of her face, boy, even in 4K. Woo! But uh, Hoda Kalfi, very nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, really Everyone tall. Everyone loves Hoda. Jesus, really tall. Um, and then it was uh, Al Roker and Peter Alexander and uh, what's the other guy? Anyway, we it was, it was a good time. Beta Griffin, hey, yeah. You do you watch uh, the Today Show? Yeah, yeah, I usually do. Just something on in the background when I wake up in the mornings. Interesting. Just pop it on. Did um. Gloom and Doom. Now, did you ha- did you guys have a sign? Uh no, we didn't make a sign. Because usually that's the thing. Signs. Yeah, a lot of people brought signs. Did they? Um, did you notice like if they picked on them? Like not picked on him, but like came and talked to the people holding up signs more. So no, we so we were standing next to three women and a baby, mm. and the three and the the woman um, that had the mother of the baby was on the Today Show a year prior in New York, and mm-hmm. she did her gender reveal on the air. Well, we happened to be standing next to her, so they were there constantly throughout the entire show. Um, you know, talking to her. He froze up. There you go. You're back. So we we got some airtime because we were standing next to them. If, but the baby was nine months old, and, you know, they brought it back to the day show. And wow. It was the one gender review on air. So uh, if I saw you and that mustache standing in the crowd, I would definitely talk to you. I would definitely be talking. To I'd be like, let's go talk to this guy. Did uh, <laughs> He's got a story. You didn't want to bring a sign that said Robot Variety Show? On- I was, what the fuck? Know, I, I wanted to. I really right, James, I forgot what's the fuck is this it. fucking guy? Yeah. It's, it's, you had that one chance, and you don't fucking week. do that? God. I worked all week, and it, it just was, slipped my mind. That's because he was... He got a piece of cardboard and done it. Jesus. He was fucking spellbound. He was uh, enchanted by uh, Hoda. <clears throat> Dude, homeless people can do it for less. <laughs> like, they can find anything and make a fucking sign out of it. Jesus Christ! He's That's my fault. That's my yeah, fault. I think. I honestly think the you know they send you an email like stuff you can and can't do like you can't wear t-shirts that uh, warrant aren't like Universal Studio related or distracting you know drawings or pictures on it or ads and I think one of the things was you couldn't put um, 
You cannot put uh, uh, websites on your poster. That oh, was God. a big thing. That was the thing. I told you about the story about the seven line guy. That's how he got so popular. Is yeah. He used to sneak posters in with his uh, website on it. <clears throat> and he was like right behind. I think he was on like the first baseline one night. And he just kept popping that sign up. They kicked him out. I think he did it like two or three times. But I mean, his his website went from, you know, a couple hundred followers to thousands of followers overnight. So, but he probably I mean, had it's worth the risk. So he got good, the, the difference between him and us is uh, he probably had good content and stuff. So he probably did. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> got. Well, first he was selling T-shirts out of a car. Number one. Now he is registered. He is a licensed MLB uh, distributor of shirts. Which he's got some nice shirts now, but his old shirts were the were the best. Like the '86 World Series Mets. It was like brute booze, cocaine, and bimbos or something like that. That was the '86 Mets just... shirt. But yeah, he doesn't produce that type of stuff anymore. I think he has to have a he has to have a cap on what he puts up there. Oh, but then, uh, Saturday we hung around and uh, Sunday I built a let's see I finished up my door yesterday for the bathroom and then I built a closet door today for the bathroom. Finished that up and that was about it. Nice. So, yeah, that was the weekend in a nutshell. Then we're going to rock it up to 85 degrees again this week and then back to 40 for the weekend. Yeah, it's going to be great. Can't, can't wait. It's going to be a great. So, Joey, purchases for the week. Got. Talk to me. Uh, let's see. I got another. Oh, doing show and tell. Oh, yeah. I got another uh, BCR. It's a Sony Hi-Fi forehead. Oh. And I got a 13-inch color TV. Oh, Another one. Um, I need one with knobs. I want an RCA. Um, so I got a Toy Tokyo limited edition San Diego Peter Pez, the oh, clown. That's uh-huh. scary. Yeah. It's the red hat. Uh, pop. Let's see. I got Pac-Man. Ah, oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the... Limited edition Frankenberry. Oh, that's a that's a winner right there. Yeah, that's a nicey. I like that. And I got the uh, Captain Crunch with the cereal bowl. Oh, the Target exclusive. Yeah, that ain't nice. So I got a couple. That ain't nice. Yeah, did all right. Um, you know, the rest was just like house shit and stuff. But right, did you get that place from that flea market? Did you get that stuff from the flea market in Bradenton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my secret. My James? Secret. Is that all you got? Yeah. I was, I, nothing big this week. That's it. Okay. Okay. Got, James? Uh, what do you got for us, kid? Tupac. Oh, Tupac. Nice. Tupac. Shukawar. And then Tupac. I just ordered my 3D printer. That's it. Oh yeah, what, uh, what kind? Uh, resin or filament? Uh, it's um, filament. It's the Ender Five. <clears throat> they're they're neat. I, I'm trying to decide about getting one, but I think I might go resin only because like, so like my friend's got a filament one, and like he printed this out. It's cool as fuck. But you gotta yeah. sand. It. You gotta s- take all that time to sand it because it, you know, it's bumpy. Mm-hmm. Like it was, yeah. like it was whittled. Yeah. It's a whittler. Did you sign up for that whittler's uh, newsletter yet? <laughs> the the whittler's time. <laughs> whittle me a whittle me a whittle me this. 
What'd you get, Jimmy? So let's see. I was lucky enough to come across a 10-inch. I don't. I'll post it on the Instagram because it's in the other room. I hooked up with a 10-inch Kool-Aid Man Sitar exclusive. Son of a bitch. Now, are you going to open it? Oh, I opened it already. It's on display in the kitchen because he's a Kool-Aid man. Okay. That's where they get displayed. (laughs) Food-related pop on the counter. Pretty sweet. He's cool. He's big. He's translucent and on the top, you know, with the ice, Mm -hmm. ice in it. He's pretty sweet. Uh, I got the small one, but I got that big. I got an easy one. You got to – I guess they had a – what do they call it? Target Con was all the release this past week. So it's kind of – and I read it's like a – con for target but there's not really a con it's just a bunch of exclusives released to target um for that day uh hooked up with the uh animated series batman that mcfarlane uh mm. figure i've been i've been having my eye on that one i picked it up it's pretty sweet uh Where, haven't opened that, that one, one? Yeah. what's that where'd you score that one target yeah nice. that was target it was the last one left and i've been watching it and uh, i knew if i didn't strike i'd regret it so uh hooked up with that uh let's see oh and in breaking news breaking news i also got the disney park exclusive uh indiana jones and uh the raiders of the lost ark figure the 10 inch got a got a text today said hey do you know about this i said hmm i haven't seen this james why don't you pull that up for us what was it again i'm sorry uh, the Indiana Jones uh, me, Disney exclusive. Let me check my text real quick. Uh... <laughs> Did you get that text? No. Um, it's a Disney Park exclusive, number 885. The Indiana Jones 25th anniversary uh, Walt Disney World. It is pretty sweet. It is on a website for six hundred and fifty-three dollars. Well, I got one. I um, wouldn't sell that. No, really. no, it's not that. One. James, it's not that one. It's the ten-inch one. I didn't they, get a text. They just came out yesterday. alerting me to this item. Number eight eight five, James. I think you were trying to scoop me. You were. You wouldn't share so that you could <laughs> scoop me. Um, you know, uh, scoop, scoopy doop. Are you a scooper? Maybe maybe it was a hard scoop. I don't know. Um, did you find it yet? Yeah. Ten no, that's Indiana not Jones. it. 885, that's Disney. Not. That's it. Park exclusive. I just pulled it up. Oh, so um, you must be behind. I just sent it to you in the chat. So my boy, old uh, Mikey Mike, lugged it around the park all day. God bless him. I mean, it's literally ha- <laughs> like having a small child, those 10-inch pop figures. Yeah, they're uh, big. But uh, he's pretty cool. He's got the little idol in his hand, the little golden idol. Um, I, I didn't know anything about it, to be honest with you. I usually catch those things like on the Funko site or whatever, but I didn't didn't see anything. Hmm. So, you know, just took care of my NECA ambassador duties at the Target store. Um, got that. It, bang well, I don't think people under- know what that is. Will you explain? So, uh, as some people don't know, uh, I am the NECA ambassador for our local uh, Target store. So what that entails is when I show up, they play trumpets and lay out a red carpet uh, back to the NECA area. 
and uh, I send a picture in to make sure everything is in pristine condition, and um, I get gift cards for it. <laughs> like every three months, I get a $20 gift card, and they do random drawings where you get like a $100 gift card for Target. Um, so, yeah, you know, I have a crown that I have to wear around the store when I go. A sash? Yes, and uh, a scepter. I have to carry a scepter with me. And you have diplomatic immunity. That's yes, nice but only in Target. Only, <laughs> only in Target. But if uh, Wiggs or Martin, you know, Martin Wiggs, you can shoot Diplomatic him. immunity ends at the big red balls. Once I cross that, yeah. I'm open game. So, but if Martin Riggs were to attack you from Lethal Weapon, you can <laughs> diplomatic immunity. So nice. Yeah. So yep. really, shoplifting doesn't work because you can't leave the store. Yes. You can like conceal the merchandise and walk around the store and have immunity. And then I pay for it. <laughs> yeah, the store, your, your immunity ad. Yeah, yeah. Once once you pass those red balls, it's like crossing the border into the country that you no longer have diplomatic immunity in. So, so you're like a not just an ambassador, but you're like an influencer. Um, I don't think so. Uh, more of an ambassador. I'm just I'm showing the product out there for people. Okay. Uh, oh, what's happening there? He's being That's an obvious. asshole. Very, very upset. But yeah, I've been doing it for, I think, just a little bit over a year now, and I've gotten probably 60 or $80 in gift cards from Target. So, nice. Yeah, not bad. For, you know, a couple of seconds of work. So, oh, not bad. So, we're going to we're gonna move right into our, uh, what did we watch? Topic of the night. I got to step away for a second. I'll be right back. Okay, stepping away. Got a text. Got to go check on the lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what have you been watching? Let's talk about what we watched. Uh, finished up uh, uh, Hunters on Amazon. Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. I have Which, not finished it yet. It's, uh, it was good. Yeah, a lot I of like twists. Like, a lot of twists. A lot of twists. Where, where are you at? Two. No, two. three. You've been stuck at two for quite some time, my friend. Yeah, I keep falling asleep. Um, it's good. Uh, like I mean, I think you said it the best. What's his name is really acting there. Yeah, Al Pacino. He's not being you know? like Al Pacino for a change. He's, you know, because yeah. usually he's just like, hoo-ha! You know, that yeah. Uh, yeah. since Rain Man, he's been kind of just stuck the, in that hoo-ha. Yeah, not Rain Man, the other one. Uh, Sense of a Woman. Yeah, hoo-ha. that's it. That's yeah. it. There you go. Uh, uh, good. But no, it's good. Yeah, very good. Um, I like I like when a, a TV show or a movie takes actual events that happen and mm-hmm. works it into the story. Yeah. You haven't gotten there yet, but you will. Um, it it'll work it into the story, so it's uh I like that. Uh, that's enjoyable. I would have swore. That's why I even asked you. I go, is this based on a like graphic novel? Because it kind of right. had a comic booky, you know, feel to it with the cutaways and the right. way, and the characters feel very like graphic novel to me. Yeah, not um, a bad. Thing. I like that. No, no. I I think it really had a Tarantino. Vibe yeah, that too. As well, definitely. Um, they uh especially that second episode when they're introducing the characters and the flashy mm-hmm. yeah splash screens and stuff like that that yeah. was that was pretty neat um so now i'm lost in the sauce trying to find something else to watch um i want to say that i started something but it hasn't made an impact yet i don't know no i haven't started any any seasons i'm i'm letting some better call Saul build up mm-hmm. on my thing cuz uh man i love me some better call um but I think that's uh, I think that's it right now. So uh, for people that know, Hunters is about if Nazis had infiltrated America after World Not War yet. II. <laughs> well, did and um, 
they like have a network, but it's more serious than like what was reality. And because I'm pretty sure, isn't that Operation Paperclip? Isn't that a confirmed? No, that's uh, real. Yeah, that's, conspiracy theory-ish. It's not a thing. conspiracy. It's yeah, right. I mean, but it was it was a it was a conspiracy theory back then, but now it's confirmed in the late sure. to mid seventies. I mean, yeah, but to take the like, Dr. Warner von Braun didn't come and try to create a Fourth Reich. I mean, he basically right. just built the Apollo that you know, and we just kind of turned a blind eye to some of the things that they were alleged to have done. Right. Um. But so that's what the show is. It's like a team, and they're taking out these like kind of cartoony nazis that are trying to build a fourth reich in america so you know um, there's some backlash uh with yeah. the show did yeah. you read about that yeah from the holocaust <laughs> yeah, they saying... weren't putting the real torture techniques up there and people are upset about it well i know the holocaust museum is like you don't need to like the there's a couple scenes where they made it over the top right like, and they're like that actually didn't happen in concentration camps but what actually happened was Far horrific worse. enough and you didn't need yeah. to do that but i mean whatever and that's what the writer said too he's like we're not going to glorify what actually happened and affected people i mean you know you have to show something so yeah they basically just their own shit. worked you to death and right killed those that couldn't work pretty much right away so <laughs> so yeah. what are you good. on what are you on right now for uh, um besides okay. hunters you got anything else we, going on yeah uh we finished you as you like we oh, talked about last so week good. um which like, I'll have to rewatch that second season probably before the third season yeah, starts. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's see. I'm caught up on this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay, it's weird. Let me tell you, it's weird because they took like almost a ten year hiatus. Uh huh. Everybody looks older, but this, but the, everybody is the same uh-huh. acting wise. But Richard Lewis looks like he's ready to jump in the grave. Really? Yeah. Larry David looks older. Uh, ten years. Yeah, JB Smoove, the black guy that lived with him. Right. Um, looks I'm only older. on season two, by the way. Okay. So everybody yeah, looks older. Season two. But it really didn't lose its stride. Um, right. So we're watching. Now, the, does it pick up 10 years after? No, or it just acts like it never went never, away. Never yeah. went away. Larry just okay. got busy and was like, oh, we'll, we'll do another season when we want to. You know, it was never canceled or anything. And HBO's like, whenever you want to make it. So there it is. Um, there's a show called Outsiders. I'm waiting. It has one more episode. Uh-huh. I think March 7th, and then it's finished, and I'll watch that whole season through. That's on HBO. Oh, that was Outlander. Outlander is the one about the Revolutionary War or something like that. What is yeah. Outsider? It's some kind of demonic. Oh, is it uh, Stephen King? It's adapted yeah. from the yeah. Stephen King yeah. novel. Yeah, I read I read half that book. Oh, God, it was a long, long one. I just didn't finish it. I'll probably go back and finish it. It didn't hook me. I really got to be hooked. Okay. Right off the jump. That's like Nosferatu. That didn't hook me to the show. Sure no, the book was good. The, the show book was boring. good. Yeah. I enjoyed uh-huh. the book better than the show. What's the show we just finished tonight? Oh, um, I'm Not Okay With This on, uh, oh, Netflix. on Netflix. It's only seven episodes. It oh. is based on a comic book. Right. And it's the girl um, from It. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, first the redhead. It, the redhead. That hair, though. I don't know what's going on there. But um, she likes Molly Ringwallish. Keeps yeah. it short. She's a good actress, but it's a good um, it's a good show. But you know what? The weirdest thing about it, and I can't wait to you watch it. Watch it, and you tell me what year it's set in. Okay. You don't know. It's kind of up up in the they, air. They, okay, so they have cell phones. Uh huh. They're smartphones, but like it's you know in real life people are on them all day. Yeah. They use them so infrequently. Everybody's got like '80s hair, uh-huh. cars, but the products are all new. 
and then it's like 80s furniture. Really? And clothing. It's very strange. I think they did that on purpose. Um, kind of like It Follows. You know how they did It yep. Follows, where they yep. put a fake brand of yeah. uh, phone in there and yeah. so that people couldn't pinpoint the year that it was actually done in? This this was produced by the same... They, the, the people that did uh, Stranger Things. Uh-huh. And I think it's directed by the guy... He has another Netflix show, the one about the serial killer uh, in England. Mm. The End of the World or something it's called. I don't know. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it. Supposedly that is ambiguous with its setting as well. So now it kind of makes me want to take a look at that. But... That's what, that's the way kind of uh, 89 Batman is too. You know, yeah. 89 Batman has a mixture of old cars, has a mixture of the time era cars. So you really don't know. You can't get a thumb on mm-hmm. when that movie actually takes place. And I think that's what makes it hold up so well, personally. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I could sit down and watch 89 Batman any day of the week. Yeah. So. Do you know, do you, do you feel like we're not that funny tonight? Uh, I think it's the somber occasion of. It really is. Like uh, last, the, last week, we were very funny. We were. <laughs> we were. Well, we're not, we're not getting to the good parts yet. We, we got to get to the meat and potatoes of our, uh, of our, of our show. <laughs> You're very upset about this coronavirus thing. You're yeah, very. The, the virus by is it. really putting a damper on us today. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I just we were just so yucky to yuck last week. I mean, and I even got the feedback. They're like, people were like, "Boy, you guys are funny." Yeah, tonight just we're we're starting on a somber note. You know, tonight I'm I'm looking, I'm just listening to this, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm looking on our screen. We're not very funny tonight. You just um, want me to eat some chips in the background? Oh, please don't. You know, there's a mute button on your goddamn microphone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like looking at the hurricane. You know what I'm saying? When the hurricane's coming, yeah, that's the last one. Updates, and you're just like, oh god, it's heading this way. Oh god, it's heading this way. Oh Jesus, it's here. Oh my god, I, whatever. You know, it is what it is. We just gotta live with it. I mean, H1N1. You know, bird flu. They were all gonna kill us. You remember all those? They were gonna kill us. Yeah, I almost prefer a hurricane. Do you? Oh god, I don't. That's my. Decorated, my decorated heroism during the recovery efforts. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this I can't help at all. Like a hurricane, I can help. Right. I have, right. I have shit I can do. You got a disease? I, I, I can't help you, man. I don't know what to do. I mean, put a blanket on you, give you some water. That's it. Yeah, this is tough. But all right, that's yeah. enough of that. Let's, that's a real let's, let's That's some real salt here. That is. That is. Podcast salt beater is terrible. <laughs> James, what are you? Uh, what are you? Anything you're watching this week? Anything good? You watch actually? Um, you don't know how to text. You know, I started watching The Office. <clears throat> I binge watched the fuck out of it. Really? You yeah, never seen like that show? No, it's the first time I ever watched it. And it was actually really good. Isn't it awesome? I think I've I'm on like watched. season four or five. I think I don't know. Okay. My kids watch it. I, I don't watch it. Oh wow. It's worth it. Is it? Stop. There's going to be a fucking dog fight on live TV in about two seconds. Get the fuck out of here. You might, you might want to curtail that before it starts. Every guest appearance by Ophie. Oh, there she is. Ophie. Ophie. All right, so we're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of our uh, of our show here tonight. That's right. So what is our topic? Ad icons. That's right. So they are... They are advertisements mascots used by various companies 
to uh, maybe sell a product, yeah. push your product along. Paper, commercial. Right. Just the symbol. Some, something. Yeah. I, so. I'm pretty sure all of mine were from actual commercials, though. Uh, all of mine, uh, a real huge chunk of mine, are cereals. Because, God, that was my life growing up as a kid, sitting at the breakfast table, just reading cereal boxes. Okay. And, and just diving into those characters and imagining what was going on, just like the book Nooks. Just yeah. imagining what's going on in there, and they're making up stories in my head of heroism and and saving things it was, it was great it was just really brings back memories <laughs> but hey i'll let you start i'm gonna take a pause real quick and i'll be right back do you want to just do an intermission real quick uh yeah can we do an intermission yeah we'll okay. be right back we're gonna put up a commercial for you guys <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, commercial break. <laughs> Brought to you by Flippo. Flippo for when you need hair right away. Flippo. Um, <laughs> so we're moving right into our ad icons. Uh, mm -hmm. So we picked we picked eight ad icons. Uh, you we probably can do an entire in depth show on each one of these ad icons. Um, 
but we're just going to start off here with eight, and uh, you guys let us know what you think about them. And we'll, uh, Joey, take it away. My first is, of course... Now, is this in no order? This is not your favorite or your no. least favorite? No. no. Okay. I could do ten shows. I mean, I could have came up with, like, 50 of these things. I was such a uh, sucker for consumer goods and products and commercial and TV as a kid, but... Um, so my first one is the Kool-Aid Man. Oh, uh, um, oh yeah. So the Kool-Aid Man, I, it's because... <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so the best thing about the Kool-Aid Man is... So he's this anthropomorphic pitcher, and I'm not sure if it's the glass or the liquid... That makes him who he is. Um, like, a, can you pour the Kool Aid Man into something else, and he's still alive? Did he? Did he spill? Do you remember if he spilled when he came through that wall? In pictures, like in print ads, he's spilling all over the place. But <laughs> in the commercial, the Kool Aid Man, as he's bursting through walls, <laughs> he keeps uh, his shit together. Keeps his shit together. So, oh. the Kool Aid Man obviously is the. Um, Ad mascot for Kool Aid, right? Um, which do people even still drink Kool Aid? When's the last um, time Kool Aid? Uh, well, <laughs> you mixed up a batch of Kool Aid. <laughs> so literally, I can remember at one point in my life looking at Kool Aid, making it, and saying, "Holy shit! Look how much sugar I'm pouring into this fucking thing! It's like 19 cups of sugar for a gallon of Kool Aid." Yeah. Uh, Kool Aid was always a summertime drink with us. We would have it. At the house during the summer, make it in the big pitcher, keep her in the uh, keep her in the old fridge, um, and uh, yeah, just hope to get diabetes by September, um, because we were drinking lots of Kool Aid back in the day, but yes. no, not so much anymore. No, I think and I, I don't know if I had any since maybe the. 80s or maybe yeah. early 90s but yeah, i'd say early night early to mid 90s I, I would say I'm almost tempted to go buy some just to see but i remember they had all kinds of cool flavors and i, I guess i remember liking it but i don't know of anybody else including children who drink kool-aid like i haven't no. seen any about oh we used to drink kool-aid like, like yeah but I mean, now oh now yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't you seen it falling off his tank just, no, I, do, I was just tank. about to say you remember tang i love tang it was, it was the greatest. Winnie the Pooh and Tang. Yeah, well, I mean, that's Pooh Tang, so. <laughs> uh, so. The Kool-Aid Man. The Kool-Aid Man made his first appearance as a prototype in 1954, mm -hmm. but the official version that you and I have come to love is uh, 1974. Right. Uh, um, it was created by Marvin Potts, who was an ad man, and the he's been voiced by four, oh, yeah. di four different people. Um, that makes five. Five, Master Master John Goodfellow. <laughs> oh yeah. And, yeah were, and that's his catchphrase. So basically, <laughs> the commercials would always involve children engaged in some sort of activity, where then thirst would overtake them, and then just in the nick of time when they needed a drink, this large creature would come smashing through a wall. <laughs> it must have destroyed. Thousand structures in his day. Uh, Hopefully, there weren't any load-bearing walls. He'd come smashing through. Oh, oh no. yeah. And um, 
So it was Kool Aid was always a competitor with um, soda, obviously. Right. right. But um, you know, and and for that for those wonderful ads, I mean, I like I said, I wonder how many how much Kool Aid was being drunk or still being drunk. Um, in Canada, he's Captain Kool Aid. Ooh. Does he have chevrons or a suit or sure. something that denotes him as a captain? Yeah, I'm not so sure about. Um, <laughs> his most recent commercial is the one where they have um, the the planners one, the funeral of Mr. Peanut. He's okay. one of the people in attendance. Um, Does he say "Oh yeah, a" as he comes through the wall? The Canadian oh, yeah. One. And did you know there was a, several Kool Aid? video games there's an atari 2600 game and one for intellivision wow and then he had a comic <clears throat> comics for three issues but i always remember the um in the back of the marvel comics for like especially the mid early 80s there was always a cool white man yeah ad in the back and it showed him bursting through a wall yeah. but i really kind of want to get my mitts on that those kool-aid comics um just you know you're having a fight Captain America's, you know, cornered, and then next, you know, here comes his backup. Oh yeah, right through the. Um, but I wonder, and, and I don't know why I thought about this, but I think like Jim Sally, could be the cool old man for like maybe like a weed, like a legal weed company. Where he just comes through uh, the wall, going, oh yeah. So, do you think that the man who invented the Kool Aid, yeah, icon. Do you think that he worried about now on average a American cinder block weighs thirty five pounds. There's okay. kids on the other side of that wall. Does he think does he have any fear that a cinder block would come crashing down on one of those children and possibly cause some type of brain damage? Do you think that was even through his mind at that point in his his career? <laughs> but Speaking of, <laughs> you know how you like, especially with your t your beloved TikTok, um, you can get things going like viral trends where right. people are doing this thing. I want people to start Kool Aid manning things where oh, you you don't have to paint yourself red, right? But, and it's better if you're shirtless. But um, I'd like to see people ram into things and knock things over and yell, right. "Oh yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that every time I trip in public, I yell out parkour. So I mean, that's that's a thing. If one of you can produce a video of you guys cool cool made manning something, <laughs> I mean, the most obvious choice is like around Fourth of July in Publix, where they have the big soda wall and they've, oh, yeah. <laughs> they've made this huge, massive soda mecca, and you dressed as the Kool Aid Man, having less sugar than. That you're making a statement at that point. Oh yeah! And you smash through that soda and drink me, and you're throwing fucking Kool-Aid powder at people. I think I, that you won't go to jail for that one because no. you are you are getting kids healthy by having less sugar. Wow. You know what? And and that might be the gem that you know how you and I are always looking for like the next dimension in our costuming. Right. And we got we got beat to it on those Scooby-Doo villains. Uh, we I mean, we, our technology was years behind. It was like a space race. They, like, they, they made it to the moon before us. So yeah, like we just discovered the copy machine. But they, um, their technology outpaced us. But we may add icons. Oh man! Oh, you yeah. as, as the Captain Crunch and me as the Kool Aid Man. Oh. That'd be amazing. That would be 
stellar. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Did he ever say anything more than Oh Man? Just real quick before we move on to the next ad icon. Anything else besides Oh Man? I'm sure he like told you it was part of like a balanced lunch or, <laughs> or less sugar than soda, you <laughs> fucker. I'd like it. I actually looked that up to see if there was anything else that he said, but that's it. Wow. Wow. Sad. All right, let's move along. Um, my uh, first ad icon is going to be Buzz from the Honey Nut Cheerio cereal. That's the B. Yeah, that is the B. Um, grew up with the B. Grew up nice. with Honey Nut Cheerio. And, and boy, by the time I was like 11, I fucking hated Honey Nut Cheerio <laughs> because it was an every, almost an everyday Honey Nut Cheerios on the table. But, you know. Looking at that package, but how's your cholesterol today, though? Oh, it's it's low because it of the oats. Off. Yeah, because <laughs> of the oats. Um, so here's I, I don't you know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff about uh about the Buzz the Bee. Uh, he came up in '79 was his debut, 1979. Um, can't say that I remember him before that at all. Uh, he did not have a name until the year 2000. How about that? Really? Yep. He was not named. Actually, I, mean, I always just thought he was the Honey Nut Bee. I didn't That's know what I called him. Name either. Yeah. That's yeah. So he he wasn't named until the year two thousand. He's been voiced uh, by Billy West and Charlie Schlater, which. Oh my God, my, my daughter's yelling at me. I'm so loud. Oh, she told I me you had a because wow. I didn't see her. I just had the door open. Um, <laughs> but he, he didn't have a name. He's been voiced by uh, by three different people. And uh, he's a little bee, and he ca- carries that that honey stick around. And ooh, honey! He had a lot of lines. Uh, did he have a catchphrase? What was his name? Buzz the bee. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, it is. I don't know. Why does it matter? It's a drone, so it's. If asexual. it's a girl, technically, would you say it's fair that the bee is a temptress? Because he's tempting <laughs> your, your, he's tasting, he's tempting your tummy. Oh boy! With the taste uh, of honey. <laughs> it's a honey of a no. It's oh. honey nut. <laughs> Did he laugh, or is that? Um, I might. Uh, it wasn't almost like a, uh, like a Pillsbury Doughboy giggle or something he had. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe a mixing yeah, of. Maybe he, maybe he had a giggle or two. I, you know, a, I really should have brushed up on my Honey Nut Cheerios ads. Do we have a commercial? Do we, is there a commercial? Can we play that without getting kicked off the air? I don't know. Play that. Is our guy? Is our guy? You would think that's copyrighted, right? I mean, it's a commercial. The more you play it, they're getting a free commercial. Hey, guys. (laughs) Body Nut Cheerios. Well, let's see what we got here. Uh... Where's our producer? It's a honey of a no. It's honey nut Cheerios. I actually, uh, <laughs> I know where he originated from. The Cheerios be. Where's that? It'll be on your screen shortly. Oh, uh, the eighty. Oh, uh, remember the Hulk Hogan commercials? That's right. He's tempting you with the taste of nuts and honey. Yeah, hold it, brother. <clears throat> Seeing those old ads, buddy. Did he ever sting anybody? Uh, no, because he would die. If he was a bee, 
when bees sting, they die. That's it. So you don't want to kill. One sting. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> the Pope and evidently the honey nut bee are uh, simpatica. They throw honey and one. Uh, fun fact: if, if the Pope stings you, uh, he dies. They yeah. get the, only, the Pope only get one sting. It's a defense sting. Uh, a lot of one, That's it. One sting. That's it. Keeping you away. All right, Joey. What do you got up next? That's why that one Pope is still because he hasn't stung anyone. Um, all right. So my next one is Jacko for the Energizer battery. Is that his is, name? The little, the pink one. Little pink guy. Nope. This is Jacko. Um, James, play a commercial real quick. Get on that YouTube and. Throw one up because people might not remember Jacko. Just type in Jacko Energizer. So his real name was Mark Jackson, and he was an Australian rules football player, and he was okay. known for being very rough, very dirty. Um, oh, right, right, right. I do remember him. Okay. Yes. And, and he's 60 years old now. There he is. He is. <clears throat> Hit yes. a very heavy Australian accent. He just accent. Kool-Aided those fucking batteries down. So <laughs> it may be him, <laughs> the Kool-Aid man, in a single. Um, okay, and then just for fun, on the same YouTube, type in Jacko song. So he had oh. a music career. Wow. Cashed his fam into uh, singing. He looks like a homeless man. I'm <laughs> <Australia>. an <laughs> Australian homeless man. Look all those abos. Huh, yeah. that, that's a deep cut right there. I, you that know, until you just brought that up, I had totally forgotten about Jacko. He was the um, Energizer's last human spokesperson before they took on the Energizer Bunny, which we'll get to here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I know you're staying on them batteries. I right. read cereal boxes and you were up there fucking sniffing battery acid. That's all right. Um, so he, from the mid 80s into uh, about the mid 90s, was uh, Jacko's reign as the pitch man for Energizer batteries. Then he moved on to Nutrigame. Nutrigame. Um, he had an action figure toy wow. that would do push ups and ride a bike. Um, he did some appearances on some late 80s TV shows, like, and he got into boxing. Uh, his career wasn't great on that. Um, and then he, he looks like a, he looks like a, a brawler, like a barroom Australian. Yeah. One too many flosters and he'll punch your fucking face in. He's got kids, he's got a wife. Um, <clears throat> he recently did some interview regarding Australian rules football that caused a lot of controversy and I can't even begin to tell you really? that I know what those rules are or why it caused controversy. <clears throat> it's not football and it's not soccer. It's some weird and it's not rugby. It's this weird really? it's an in between. Yeah, oh. called Australian rules football. I don't understand it, but it's wow. fine. So yeah. So after Jocko and his uh series of commercial they were always so loud and energetic and yeah. some say 
actress, but I loved them. And uh, yeah, that was. Uh, and then obviously the Energizer Bunny became a thing. But but yeah. we're gonna get into that later. That's, that's one of my picks. But go ahead, your next so, pick. So uh, I'm gonna hook up with you on a keep with my cereal theme uh, with <laughs> the 1977 Cookie Jarvis. You remember Cookie Jarvis? Yes. Yep, he was a wizard for uh, Cookie Crisps. Now, Cookie Jarvis, he was a Merlin figure, but um, he gave way rapidly. There were several other Cookie Crisp mascots. And so with this theme, I'm sticking with the Cookie Crisp. Now, Cookie Crisp was a rare item in the uh, Goodfellow household growing up as a kid. Um, Cheerios was a staple. You know, Cookie Crisp was like every six months you got a box of Cookie Crisp, and that was coveted. So by the time you get Cookie Jarvis, six months later, we're cranking out uh, the Cookie Crook and the Cookie Cop. You remember those two? Yeah. Cookie Crook, always stealing the Cookie Crisps, uh, which gave way. That was in the 80s. And then in the 90s, we went to Chip the Dog who turned into Chip the Wolf in 2003, and then back to Chip the Dog in 2005. Is that so the one that howls the grookie crisp? Yeah. I think that was the howling. Um, he's also known as the howler. That was his original name, but yes. Uh, a lot of cookie crisp action um, uh, with, the, with the icons. Now, I don't know if that helped sell the product, or feeding your kids literally miniature chocolate chip cookies in a bath of milk and pure sugar. Uh, you know, that that's a standalone thing right there. You can just sell that all day by yourself. What was that picture we were looking at? With that that was Ed Cookie Jarvis. Wow. Yeah, he had a little I bit didn't see too it. much how did you um, see it on your thing? cookie crisp. So quick. Joe, hmm? how, are you, how are you seeing these pictures before me? Uh, it was on my iPad. I have it over to the oh, side. Oh, oh, I thought he was. I thought he was pulling it up in another mm -mm. window that I couldn't see. Mm -mm. So Chip the dog, the howling of the name Cookie Crisp. Um, there he is, Ed Cookie Jarvis. Was he the? Who was he? Who was that guy? Now, the guy? there was a, there was a crook involved, right? Yes, the crook. The crook. They were like a Keystone Cops. Um, it refreshed me. So there was a cop, but was the wizard involved? The wizard gave way to the cop and the and the crook in the so early eighties. Okay, so the it, he relinquished his powers to yeah. the police officer. Yeah. Okay. So from seventy seven till about the mid eighties is when they transferred over to the uh, cookie cop, mm -hmm. which his full name is Officer Crumb. A police yeah, cookie officer. crook and Officer Crumb. Yeah, and then uh, we went. He had an Irish accent. Don't you be selling my cookie crisps, you fucker. And then uh, the cookie crook, the cookie crook. He was always stealing that fucking cookie crip. He was a crip? Is that what you just said? He was a crip. Yeah, he crip walked across the... <clears throat> Do they even advertise anymore? Um, you know, I have not seen a commercial for really any, if you think about it. But, I mean, with now with the invention of DVR, I fast forward. I saw the... There's the one with the Lucky Charms still, but they put the... Right. And I see a tricks maybe every now and again. Transsexual children are on right. that. Um, but that's about it. I don't. I don't see too many. Uh, too many um, yeah. commercials anymore for especially yeah. cookie crisps. Sadly. What's a What's a box of cookie crisps look like right now? Uh, uh, current. Yeah. Like what's on got, the cover? You got Chip the Wolf right now. 
If you're gonna go pick up a box of cookie crisp, mm -hmm. you're gonna get chip the wolf on it. So the officer's gone too now. Oh yeah, yeah. He he was gone and uh Is he in the officer down memorial page? <laughs> officer Crumb was taken. Uh, yeah, the, the, the cookie crook, crook finally got a got a got the better of him and uh He was executed by lethal injection. R.I.P. But you know it's a good sauce source of calcium and vitamin D, which none of it probably comes from the actual <laughs> cookie crisp, but <laughs> most likely it's milk. <laughs> Of the milk that you put in it. <laughs> Made with 10 grams of whole grains per serving. I don't know yeah. if I like that wolf. I think I like the cop and the, the crook. You think that was more your speed? Mm -hmm. You know what would be nice <clears throat> to have the wolf, the wizard, the cop, and the crook all at the same time. Oh, man, that would be a fucking melee. Oh, I don't think you could survive that. No. You could. Yeah. Definitely could not. Who was the worst fiend? The, okay. The Hamburglar or Cookie mm. Crook? Oh, man. Who was the most prolific criminal? Definitely the Hamburglar. Yeah. yeah. I because, felt like relentless. Yeah, he was just always stealing platters of cheeseburgers, mm -hmm. hamburgers, which they're coming out with pop figures for them coming up soon. You've heard it here first. No, actually, I heard it someplace else, but... <laughs> They uh, they're they're coming out with a McDonald's line at Icon. They should. They should. Yep. I mean, Hamburglar, Grimace, Grimace, Erdy. Oh man, the uh, the, the uh, fry guys, the fry yeah. guys. Oh man, the Nuggets that dress up like Dracula and shit. That's fucking gold right there. G O L D gold. Sold. Take my money. Yeah, because I have, um those McDonald's. Let's let's not underplay. Those guys played a big part in our lives, and uh, yeah. the Hamburglar. Did you guys did you guys have the Fry Guy um, stools at your McDonald's when you grew mm -hmm. up? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Playland, the McDonald Playland. Yeah. Who, who was purple? Someone else's shit. <laughs> I just want to show a uh, a picture here that just popped up on Google. Oh boy, it's pretty Is fucking it blue awesome. Waffle? See, look. No, no. He and he's. You know what, folks? That hamburger. He's still out there. He is stalking the streets. He's kind of like. Uh -huh. the... <laughs> <laughs> How did you get it? I'm not seeing this before. How do you get it before? Oh, uh, wow. Grip. Nothing Where like I, a purple monster got, butt plug. I haven't gotten anything yet. I have uh, Grimace action figures over here. <clears throat> and so, a what was the purple, though? Like, what, I, I don't understand. Grimace? Yeah, what did that you know, have he, to do with he, fucking Rick, McDonald's? He was, he was a villain, just like the pirate. No, Grimace was He looks was like a, a really nice yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, no. eventually... Him a dim-witted, nice guy, but originally he was bad. He was no. evil. Was yep. he? Hmm? I don't remember ever Grimace being evil. Well, guess oh, what? God. There's the purple buff. <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, uh, uh Next he's Grimace. Man, do you think what? that's uh, do you think that's copyrighted? Copyright infringement for the uh, purple blood plug Grimace? <laughs> I'll steal your cheeseburgers from the inside. <laughs> Purple pleasure monster. No, if you don't call it Grimace, they're fine. He was always so nice, and I always thought he was a good guy. Oh. All right, what's your next one? So my next one is Fred, Fred the Baker from Dunkin' Donuts slash Sam Breakstone of Breakstone's Cottage Cheese Sour Cream. It was played by the same guy, Michael Vale. Um... Michael Vale passed away in 05. Um, but we had Fred Fred the Baker. That's the guy that would go, 
time to make the donuts. He'd get up at the crack of dawn, which I can confirm from a friend who owns a Dunkin' Donuts that you do have to get up quite early um, to make those donuts. Um, and it's awful. But um, that was a campaign from 81 to 97, Fred the Baker. Um, very successful. And um, basically, it was always um, him getting up. Um, trudging to work. Trudging to work in the snow. They even had Christmas ones. Um, so the last one, they decided to retire the character in 97. And they did a survey, and the public was upset about it, and so they'd only be happy with the character's retirement that if Fred the Baker actually was retired. So Dunkin' Donuts actually held a parade, a, a legit parade in 1997 in Boston. Wow. With Featuring Michael Vale as Fred the Baker, and they gave him a formal retirement, and then they did a free donut day, and, huh. it over, and they gave out over 6 million donuts that day. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Um, so in 2005, after Michael Vale died, Dunkin' Donuts ran a commercial where they did like a series of snippets and honored the actor right. and the character Fred the Baker. Um, so and I can't even remember like getting up at the crack of dawn in the military to go in and people would like... <clears throat> make the donuts yeah, you know what i mean a, definitely a thing yeah it was a, it, made the donuts definitely Anytime a joke. you gotta get up early time to make the donuts i know when we say that people are gonna look at us like we're weird but yeah. uh like my kids wouldn't understand that they'd be like what the fuck are you talking about TikTok that <laughs> look like i have a seizure <laughs> so michael vale he actually lived he was 83 when he passed um, anything he, else or was he pigeonholed as fred the baker um, he was Sam Breakstone, and I don't know if you remember the Breakstone. He would always yell and um, chew out his employees, and he'd taste the sour cream going, Oh, right, right, right. Not good enough, like right. that. And they'd have to go back and make more, and he'd be like, Not good enough. And it always, I think the catch line was, um, Sam Breakstone suffered then, so it tastes so good now, right. and uh, something like that. But but uh, Michael Vale, he was in over 1,300 commercials in 15 years. Oh. Yeah, he was very prolific. Died of uh, diabetes. York <laughs> in uh, he was 83 years old in 05. But uh, yeah, that's you know he he actually went to he was um, he was in the army in Europe okay. in World War Two. So he's a war you know World War Two vet, and he went to acting school with Tony Curtis. Run Rod Steiger, and then he went out to do commercials. So, huh. yeah, but he was Sam Breakstone for a long time. Um, you know, for their cottage cheese and sour cream for Kraft Foods, and then he'd always have that Eureka, like it's finally good enough. Right. Um, yeah, it was the focus on this was Sam's dedication to quality, and then, um, and then of course the Fred the Baker. So, yeah, but that's funny that one guy. <laughs> It was such uh, such a prolific ad man in the '80s like that. What do you think his net worth was? He probably made some good coin, man. He probably. I mean, he was the face of Dunkin' Donuts for yeah. 15 plus years or 15 yeah. years. Just through a freaking parade, you know, to retire yeah. his character. That's pretty good. And he had a phenomenal mustache. I mean, he probably filled it in, mm-hmm. but that thing was that thing was legit on point. Yeah, and they and those commercials were always pretty funny. Do we yeah. have? 
Do we have a Sam Breakstone commercial? James? Sure we could probably pull something up from the archives. Time to make the donuts. Yeah, I, I can remember seeing those on old WPIX. Mm. You know, just cranking away. Time to make the donuts. And but there are still there are still Dunkin' Donuts commercials to this day on TV. I can yeah. I can clearly remember Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Was People it a just uh, the sugar in cottage ways. cheese commercial from sure. Yeah, there was cottage cheese and there was also the Dunkin' Donuts commercials. But Sam Breakstone is the cottage cheese guy, and then Fred the Baker is the Dunkin' Donuts guy. I wouldn't feed this to a dog. For the millennials watching, do we have one? <laughs> we have a commercial. There it is. They made the donuts. Well, that's the first thing. Let's see. The cream wasn't good enough. Throw it away. No good. Since 1882. Look who did. You see the guy holding the ladle? Who was it? That's what's his nuts. I'm like 10 seconds behind. I'm, I'm not seeing anything. That's, um... The guy from Arrested Development. What the fuck's his name? Um... Oh, God. Damn it. He was on Larry Sanders' show. Um, oh, you're killing me. Oh. Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guy hold, did you see that? The guy holding the ladle from the milk can, mm. ladling it into Sam's mouth, was a young Jeffrey Tambor. God. Right there. Right there. Yep, that's him. Yep. Look at that, folks. <clears throat> Amazing. It's like a rabbit hole. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, we just we just find stuff. Yep. We find stuff, people. All right. That's it for mine. That's it. All right. I'm going to take you back. <clears throat> I'm going to take you back to a time when things were simpler. And you could just sit down at the dinner table and peel open a red small cardboard box with a sticky substance inside. And thank the heavens for the California Raisins. Oh, yeah. Here's 1986. The California Raisins blast onto the scene. They propelled eating raisins to new heights. Shriveled grapes. Um, California Raisins, a special place in my heart. Because I didn't, I wasn't a huge raisin fan. Man, watching them guys, I just <clears throat> eat some raisins. Um, <clears throat> it was a sun-made raisin ad campaign. Um, just, just really took over. I can remember back then as a kid, they were everywhere. The sun-made raisins, the California raisins, they were everywhere. The claymation specials. Mm, I love that claymation uh, holiday special. Yeah, the holiday special is in '87. Because I mean, they were hot. I mean, you know, yeah. coming off '86, '87. You know how many how many how many clay figures do you know that lasted that long? Maybe no. Gumby. You know, eighty seven. You had raisins, Garfield, and fucking Bill Cosby raping people. That's it. Man. <laughs> it was fucking. Uh, they look they like testicles. From eighty seven, from nineteen eighty seven to nineteen eighty eight, they had four studio albums. Four. That's crazy. That is. Um. Then in 88, they started the cartoon, <coughs> which was a Saturday morning cartoon, Meet the Raisins. 
uh, had, a, had a pretty good life. Um, I remember having several of the little yep. action figures. I have little two. Action figures. I have two. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know where mine are. I, I probably probably at my parents' house up in the attic, but uh, they were just a fun, you mm -hmm. know, singing. Heard it through the grapevine. I heard it through the grapevine, and it really must have been something to produce those commercials, um, and even the 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 um, which call it. Um, even the specials. I mean, think about how long it took to move all that clay around, and god damn. And I think I said Sunmade. I don't think they were Sunmade. They were California raisins. Was the company right? Uh, or was it just to propel the industry in general? You think? You know, yeah. the California raisins. I don't know if that was a company. I don't know. Maybe it's just buy raisins from California. Do you think now just which on is a, a, which is a wine reject raisin? That's what I was going to say. Do you think that these were the raisins that they could not? couldn't hawk it as wine raisins and they just kicked them to the side and put them in the sun and then one day somebody picked a shriveled one up off the ground and was like god damn that's pretty good i want to sing but yeah i don't know <laughs> but hey i mean listen it got me to eat raisins as a kid so more yeah. power to them um to this day I heard that holiday special was actually really good i actually own that on dvd and um they're um there's that Ruffles guy. But Why is there a Ruffles commercial? <laughs> I don't know. That's the Cajun dude. But um... Mr. T. James, why are we watching all these crazy? I'm movies? just looking at all this shit that's been discontinued. Oh yeah. There's reasons. going down the rabbit hole. Four loco is on the shit apparently. I have a an unopened bottle of uh... orbits. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Right on the shelf, right behind you there. Yep. Um. <laughs> But their their rendition of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh yeah, that was hot. Yeah, classic. I still I actually had that on my my Christmas spot on my on your list. Yeah, right. That that shit was hot. I think it was actually the Temptations though, wasn't it, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh... But I I prefer to think of it as actual raisins. Well, I mean, they were raisins. They're not. <laughs> and they are raisins now. Do you think they cryogenically froze them and they're just waiting to rehatch them at a at a specific it... date? The temptation to be hot again. No, no, the California raisins. That's going to be hot again. I could, I could foresee it. You know, uh, uh, now. Well, right now, the California is no shape to be pumping raisins. Uh, but maybe that's what they need. Maybe they get those raisins back out there, and the streets of San Francisco clean up. No more shit and hypodermic needles. <laughs> like the uh, Pied Piper just leaving all the homeless yeah. of the city. Yeah. What if what if the first episode is Follow them me. waking up out of a freezer, right? They're waking up like, ooh, ooh, let's get back out there singing, boys. And they walk out there and they're just cleaning up the streets. They're like, oh my God, what happened? And they're just <laughs> scooping up shit. shit and fucking sweeping up needles. That's what they need. That's what California needs. The raisins back. <laughs> They're back, baby. Oh boy. You heard it through the grapevine. They're coming back. Just leading people down to the wall. Hey. Oh, <laughs> God. All right. What's your what's your next one? Your number four. Okay. I'm gonna need a video for this one, James. James. All right. Producer. Producer Jim. Alright, so our next one is Little Sweet. He's very recent. Um, Dr. Pepper? Yep. Yep. Justin Gorey. So, <laughs> Little Sweet 
he's only 26, 2015 was the first one. And uh, Little Sweet is kind of like a mix between, I don't want to say, he's almost like a little mini prince. Which I, I wondered after the death of Prince, Heavily if influenced. that character would go away. Right. Uh, but it's pretty funny. I mean, each one of those commercials is absolutely hilarious. Um, it's played by Justin Guarini. I think he was the runner-up from the first American Idol, the one that yep. Kelly Clarkson won. Um, he was in that that hilarious movie, uh, <laughs> that, that To Justin from Kelly movie, whatever. Oh, that thing was awful. God. It's actually rated like one of the top worst movies ever. Um, which I, I haven't seen it. I should watch it just just for that. <laughs> just reason. to subject yourself. Um, and then Dr. Pepper always had very funny commercials. They were always a very funny commercial people, right. you know. Yep. Um, and then they had the because even in the eighties, the Dr. Pepper commercials were awesome. Like the early eighties, you had the Ama Pepper, your Pepper, yep. by the dude from uh, American Werewolf in London. Um, David David Naughton or whatever. Yep. Um. But then they got really funny. And Sweet is just freaking awesome. He's got the high pitched voice. He's little, and um, you think he's like a gnome or like a troll? Big old house with that character. Tiny tool. I love him. And um, but so mm. there are that seventeen. Oh yeah. Made if um, there's actual music videos, <laughs> complete songs by Little Sweet. Really? I'm not even joking. Yeah, and it's and it's Justin Greeny singing them. Um, and then they had that wave rider for a little bit. Remember, Dr. Pepper came out with the wave rider guy. Uh, He's on the jet ski. Let's look that, that up. That was really funny as shit too, but it didn't last very long. That was just a, a drop in the bucket. Yeah, but Little Sweet's still around. Little Sweet. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that he was uh, from 2015. Oh, I do remember the way Ryder would come up, catch, crave the ride. He'd like pop up in your living room and shit. Yeah. Those are funny as shit. But yeah, um, the uh, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> so, are what are the 23 flavors in, in Dr. Pepper? I. Uh, pepper? <laughs> so. I've I've never actually looked this up before, but I just looked it up now. You ready for this? Yeah. No. It's literally like um, when the end of the night and they're cleaning out the trough underneath the soda bar, and this is Dr Pepper. Oh. It's cola, cherry, licorice, amaretto, almond, vanilla, blackberry, apricot, blackberry. That's blackberry twice. Caramel, pepper, anise, sarsaparilla, ginger, molasses, lemon, plum, orange, nutmeg. Cardium, allspice, juniper, birch, and prickly ash. I'm sorry, did you say old spice? Old spice. <laughs> allspice. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. It's it's like the, the trough in uh at the at the end of the night. You just <clears throat> scoop all that shit out and But it's actually pretty delicious. Drink. Yeah, it is. I, I had a diet one today. Yeah. Uh, it was good. They they sell a diet they sell a Dr. Pepper Zero. Uh, I think it's in England. Um, you can't get it here, but um, I, I'd like to try it because I love Coke Zero. I love that. Oh Coke. wow! You don't have that aspartame, but it's like I think you get it for about twenty-five bucks off of Amazon. Um, really? Unfortunately, no free shipping on it, but that's a six-pack. So I mean, I, I'd, I'd pull the trigger on a six-pack to try it once. Wow! You know, 
Um, let's see. Let's see if we can listen to any little sweet songs. Here we go. Oh boy, these are copyrighted. Definitely. Get through now. This is just commercials. Like. Now, if I were if I were just listening to the audio version of that and didn't know what we were talking about, it sounds like Brokeback Mountain. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, oh, here it is. So, it's actually not too shabby. I have to check out the full album of Dr. Pepper songs. So, there's a uh, there's a conspiracy theory that goes around uh, that's saying that uh, Dr. Pepper adds a chemical to it to make you crave it more. Satan syrup, white mambo, or carbo power, however you pronounce it. There is an addictive chemical used in every can of Dr. Pepper when it makes you crave it much more often than not. Wow. 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 That's pretty cool. Confessions of a Dr. Pepper addict. We'll have to look into that, some research on that. High fructose corn syrup. Um, all right, anything else on anything nope. else? Doctor? That's it. All right, I'm going to move into my number four, which is one of my favorite cereals. Captain Crunch. Man, oh, all cereal. Old, old well, listen, I spent a lot of time looking at them boxes, brother. I guess Sitting so. There, dreaming, sailing <laughs> the ship, sailing on that ship with the old captain across the fucking milky oceans. Just adventure and now, love. Didn't he, he had a character that was trying to seize his cereal, too, right? Uh, yeah, there there were several variations of, of uh, characters throughout the whole Captain uh, Captain Crunch, which I didn't get into any of those. Yeah. I just stuck with the captain himself. Okay. Uh, do you know the name of his ship that the captain wrote? Uh-uh. It was the Guppy. Oh, sweet. The Guppy. And do we know the captain's uh, full proper name? No. And he's an amalgamation between <clears throat> a, a British captain and uh-huh. an American captain. He has, he has uh, uh, both, both uh, uniforms. Uh, he wears so we're not Horatio, really sure. Magellan Crunch, motherfucker. That was my reveal. <laughs> ah, fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, so his his catchphrase: <clears throat> it's got corn for crunch, oats for punch, and stays crunchy even in milk. Wow. Yeah. So you probably could get away with eating some Captain Crunch. I can remember eating. I love, love, love the Captain. The first. The first bowl of the captain was just to flavor the milk. You know, that first bowl yeah. was just to flavor it. And then that second bowl, it was fucking hometown hero, buddy, because you get a little bit. Well, I don't want to get into details because of the because of the uh, the, the sogginess, but oh, God, it was good. Uh, but it that's cut the I shit out of your mouth. Cut the shit out of your mouth. I mean, literally. Yeah, it's, it's a very hard <laughs> cereal. If you went hard too quick. You were hurting. Yeah. You were hating life, buddy. But you get that yellow haze in the milk. Oh, so good. He had a peanut butter one, right? Wasn't yep. that spedly? He's had berries. He's had crunch berry. He's had a fucking shit ton of them. There was an that... alien captain for a while. Was it Smedley? No, Smedley. Was... No. Was that the elephant? 
Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I didn't research any other than just the captain himself. Now, how was the captain aboard ship? Was he a stern man? Was he flogging? What well, was... You know, if 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 you really look into the captain, right? Mm -hmm. Um, he never really had a crew. Uh, so he was just by himself. What about Smedley, though? <clears throat> no, but was there a Smedley? I don't remember yeah. anyone Smedley. There's an elephant. The peanut butter oh. elephant, right? Yeah, but that was the peanut oh, butter. Oh, well, I don't know. In the picture here, he's got a little crew hat on. Uh. I don't know. Was he part of? Was he part of his crew? Like, did he ever try to mutiny? And he's like, take him below, <laughs> and make him ready to kiss the gunner's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> throw him in the hole with the captain's daughter. <laughs> throw him in the hole with the captain's daughter. So, just to give you some variations on the Captain Crunch, right? Which started. Captain Crunch came out in 1963. Yeah, Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, Peanut Butter Crunch, Punch Crunch, Vanilla Crunch, Jean Lefoot's Cinnamon Crunch. Choco Crunch, Chocolatey Crunch, Christmas Crunch, Deep Sea Crunch, Oops, All Berries, Halloween Crunch, Galactic Crunch, Choco Donuts, Home Run Crunch, Captain Crunch, Mystery Volcano Crunch, Captain Crunch, Oops, Smash Berries, Captain Crunch, Cosmic Crunch, Polar Crunch, Superman Crunch, Cinnamon Roll Crunch, Captain's Crunch, Crunch Treasures, <clears throat> Captain Crunch Bars, Airhead Berries, Captain Crunch Sprinkle Donut Crunch, Captain Crunch Orange Cream Pop Crunch, Captain Crunch Blueberry Pancake Crunch, Captain Crunch Chocolate Crunch Berries, Captain Crunch Strawberry Shortcake Jesus Crunch, Christ. Crunch Red White Blue <laughs> Crunch, and Cotton Candy Crunch. And I saw that one on the shelf. That sounds that, great. That's a reason. Fuck the crunch, buddy. Me, I'm a purist. I like my own. Just plain old. Yellow squares. I hate the berries. I hate I the marshmallows. Pedophile, Captain Crunch. Oh, God. <laughs> he does see some of these around children. Dude, he's got a lot of kids on that boat. And a well, dog. Listen, and a, when and a sailing... elephant made of peanut butter, so there's some <laughs> weird shit going on. When you're magically fucking sailing across you know, the ocean. Uh, he had a IQ of 200, by the way. Um, wow. Yeah, it stays wow. pretty He's out with everybody. So. You know what? Um... <clears throat> I have a I have the Halloween box. Yeah. It's the same every year. And I have and it glows. And I have the Christmas box. I love the glow. Un unopened. I have the nice. Christmas. Yeah. I just One take day. it out and play it for the season. One day that'll be a collector's piece when Corona takes us all out. Um uh, you're number five, Joey. Boy, Let's move okay. along because we crunch the fuck out of these people. Yeah, uh, Morris the Cat from Nine Lives. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, Live action. Um, do we have a Morris commercial real quick? Because you need to hear his voice. Do the Morris at the beat. Morris Cat. He had a very laid back voice, didn't he? Well, you'll hear it. I hope I can hear it. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for our producer. It's coming. Jamas. Time Lives presents Morris. The castle's almost finished, Your Majesty. Well, you Good. Reserve the dungeon for yourself. Here's the enchanted tower. This is her second childhood today. Hungry, Morris? Lower the drawbridge. I'm leaving. Don't be finicky. There's nine lives. Bark. The sea winds bring a message. Liver and chicken. Savory stew. Nine lives. Savory stew. Mm. Nine lives. Nutritious foods cats really like. Even Morris. Only fit for a king, Nine Lives. Nasty cat. 
But that's how cats are, really. No, they're not. They're wonderful. Ah, oh, they're fucking vile animals. Oh, please. Sticking grass. Well, that's because you got to earn the infection. They don't just give it to you. I'm, I'm gonna shove, sh- I'm gonna shove sand in your fucking eye. <laughs> uh, I do not get the voice. Who's the voice? Okay, so Morris the cat for nine lives, um, played by three cats, believe it or not. Um, wow. Came out in 1968, um, and there's only been that's how long cats live. There's only been three since 1968. Um, uh, he represents the nine lives cat food, which is still around. Um, world's most finicky cat, so he wouldn't eat anything but nine lives. Um, he is played by a guy named John Irwin. He's voiced by John Irwin, who's who's still doing that uh, voice acting. He's 83 years old. Wow. Good he was the voice of He-Man and Prince Adam. Really? And, yes. He worked huh. for Filmation. So he was um, the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and on She-Ra. He also <laughs> Very nice. Ram Man, Beast Man, and Web Store because uh, Filmation was such a shoestring operation. Right. Uh, in fact, the, the producer did like all the rest of the voices. Skeletor. Huh. Um, he was also the voice of the radio sportscaster in Back to the Future 2. Very nice. Um, nice bit of trivia. Yeah, it was um, Morris the cat. Um, three different cats, all males. They were all rescues from uh, the Humane Society, and it was the Leo Burnett Ad Company. And the guy's name was Bob Martwick. He was the cat handler, mm. and the first two cats lived with him. Um, the original <laughs> Morris did 58 commercials. Wow. From 68 to, and then he passed away in 78. The next Morris. Same handler from 79 to 94. And then that cat retired. Um, and now there's a third Morris. Um, who went into action in 06. And that is with, lives with a lady in Los Angeles. And then Morris has also been the voice of not only the cat food, but they used him for different like, animal campaigns. Um, he did a special at the funeral of Spuds McKenzie. Oh. Uh, the actual cat. But he's also been a spokesperson for like animal shelters and um, and different uh, animal care videos but he always with the sarcastic voice and I just love it I love more very dismissive of his human counterpart absolutely and I have an orange yeah very similar huh but that's the attitude they kind of have well you got to earn their affection and when you do this it's little cat that we have, God, she will fucking swipe at you and jumps at you, like jumps from a a, a place of hiding as you come around a corner. Wow! Just fucking, uh, she's a violent animal. I tried to play with her today, where she took a dryer ball and she was rolling around with it, and yeah. it. Well, I mean, that came back with some some fucking scratches. So, I mean, cats have their place, sure, you know, but. Uh, humanity uh, probably wouldn't have survived without them. To be no, honest. definitely. Uh-huh. They stopped the plague. Several Rats times. would have ate all of our, yeah, food. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. God bless them. All right, that's it. That's all I got with Morris. He's so, still. Out. He's still out there. My number five. I'm just plugging this one in there because I just I don't remember it at all. Growing up, um, I mean, I was young when it stopped. So it was from '71 to '79, and I looked up some. Uh, can you stop with the goddamn coughing? Jesus, fuck dying. Christ! I'm <clears throat> he's got the, he's got the virus. He's got I the virus. My shit. fucking sinuses are all fucked up. I don't know why. Oh, shit. Better cherish um, brother. Um, a, I, I'm sorry. So from '71 to '79, I looked up some of the 
uh, commercials for this product, and it well, it's it's got a creepy factor of about nine, and it's Milton the Toaster from Pop Tarts. Did not know that Pop Tarts back then had a icon. It is it's a toaster with a cartoon face drawn over it, and it talks to children. It is creepy, 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 creepy. And you have the um, you have the toy, don't you? You have the pop. Yeah, yeah. I found the pop, and that's what kind of got me. I was like, "Holy shit!" Pop Tarts had a had a toaster. Do you drive around in your van and get kids to kind of look at it? Hey, did you know that? <laughs> I have a full hand puppet. Uh, it's a toaster. Right. Just when you plug it in, you just have to be careful. Uh, hey, boys and girls, come over here and eat some fucking pop tarts. Forty-seven grams of carbohydrates and forty-two grams of sugar. It has some diabetes. So if you see where I'm going with all of these fucking, every single one of my ad icons equals a lifelong struggle with diabetes. Um, yeah, which I don't and know. a little in, in a in a heavy undertone of crimes against children. <laughs> <laughs> very, very bizarre. Very bizarre. Um, don't pop eat themselves now. Don't they have like? Don't they draw the faces of the pop tarts? Or no, that's uh, that's yeah. I think they do. They draw faces on pop tarts now. Some bullshit. I don't know. I, thought I used that to love was, uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch. Um, but I used to love the pop the chair or the uh, strawberry ones. Oh, so good. Yeah, blueberry and, they, and raspberry. Oh, the best, Jerry. The best. So I mean, I don't have much on him. Just what the fuck? It was a toaster with a cartoon, like a really bad cartoon face on it too. It was just. <laughs> Horrendous. Do they have commercials for Pop Tarts anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they should be. Is it like and, a song? You know, that's another. I mean, you could if you really dive into the world of Pop Tarts. What a rich environment, right there. Uh-huh. All the, trying to keep up with with the times and society, and and I mean, you're literally selling children sugar, a pound of sugar in the shape <laughs> of a piece of bread. It's amazing. Isn't it crazy? Like. The food, like that, people would eat back then, and like parents would just give to their kid and be yeah. like, "There you go," you know. And like now, like the incredible, Restraint like, well, I I would say knowledge that like people have about food now, right. and um, I mean, I think you can still enjoy a pop tart here and every, there, every now and again, but um. But being that was it. Like, here's your breakfast. Eat yeah. these sugared crusts. Sometimes and... in the toaster, sometimes not in the toaster. Yeah, you and you were a good parent. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My my one daughter, she'll grab a pop tart every now and again, running out the door. Sure. Pop tart sandwich. Yeah, that, pumpkin, right down to... that pumpkin spice one though is delicious. If it's in the it? toaster, yeah. I, like, oh. uh, I think the last one I had was like a cinnamon, a cinnamon one. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not gonna nice. lie, I haven't I haven't had one in a long time, but. Um, last one I had was like a cinnamon one. It was good. Wow. What's your number six? That is going to be the Noid. Domino's Pizza, the Noid. Can't avoid that Noid. So the Noid was, um, 1986 and it was made by group 243 and he was basically a claymation character, a man in a weird suit with a cape. And he had like these elephant or not elephant, but rabbit ears. Right. Maybe James can play a quick video. Yep. Um, but he would basically try to destroy the pizza with dynamite. Yeah. 
and Domino's would try to get you that pizza within 30 minutes and avoid all the obstacles presented by the Noid. And they represented, like, the different things that can happen to your pizza, getting cold, crushing it, dropping it, all those things. Um, the Noid was voiced by a guy named Pons Mar. It's a strange name, but he was a puppeteer, artist, and filmmaker. He's still alive. He's 68. He's still doing his thing. So he's really not that old. He's only 68. Um... Believe it or not, he was also in the live-action Masters of the Universe. He did some of the uh, effects of that. So we're getting a lot of... He was in the uh, Golden Child. He's been in a lot of big movies. He's, um, he was also the head of the puppeteering division of the Screen Actors Guild for a couple wow. of years. Yeah, so... Um, You're serious about it. Yeah. And he was also... Oh, uh, the in- my Siri just woke up. Sorry. He was the in-suit performer for quite a few of the dinosaurs. Do you remember that show, Dinosaurs? Yes. Yep. 91 Not and the Mama. Yep. Not the Mama. Not the show. Mama. That, that show ended. Show. You remember how that show ended? Uh, they all died from yeah. the... From the Ice uh, Age. Yeah. Um, it just showed them all dying. So um, there were also a couple of Capcom and released a couple games back in the day. Right. There were some Noid video games. Um, recently, one just came out. Um, the character fell into decline because there was a guy in 1989. His name uh, was Kenneth Lamar Noid. Oh. His actual name was Noid, and he was mentally ill. Oh, boy. And he felt like this was a personal attack on him. Oh. And I'm I'm sure if your last name's Noid and the Noid is hot back then, people you're not will, avoiding that Noid. People were probably like, yeah, avoid the Noid. And so eventually he armed himself with a 357 Magnum oh. and, and went into a Domino's restaurant in Chambly, Georgia, and he held the employees hostage <laughs> for over five hours. Wow! Um, telling the employees that Domino's owner Tom Monahan had stolen his name. Uh, he forced them to call Domino's headquarters and demand $100,000 and a white limousine. Is his getaway car? Um, after offering to exchange one hostage for a copy of the book called The Widow's Son, Noid reneged on his offer after a police officer brought him the book. Noid eventually became hungry and forced the employees to make him two special pizzas. While Noid ate the pizzas with his gun on his lap, they escaped out the back. After continued standoff, he eventually surrendered. Um, police chief Reed Miller told reporters he was paranoid. Nor- Noid was charged with kidnapping, aggravated assault, extortion, and possession of a firearm during a crime. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. No. And uh, he-, he committed suicide in a mental institution in 1995. Wow. That's a so. They kind of downplayed the Noid mascot after that, and it kind of went away around that. But recently, in 09, he turned on their t-shirts. and 11, he was brought back for promotional materials all the way up to now, and they actually have a new video game released recently about the Noid. So he's still around, but the whole uh, hostage situation really put a dampener on it. followed by a suicide was kind of a... Uh, Kind of a buzzkill. But you definitely... Oh, is that the guy? Yeah. Imagine that's your last name, Noid. How, uh, isn't that a weird... That's a weird... What 
what do you think the etymology of the word noid is? <laughs> cool. no, that's so strange. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I mistakenly, you know how memory is. Uh, mm-hmm. I mistakenly, uh, when I, when I remember the noid, I remember press your luck, the game show, but that was the whammy similar type <laughs> character, <laughs> red, with like kind of devilish ears, but for some reason, I always thought the Noid and the Whammy were the same thing. And you're like, avoid the Noid, avoid the Noid, but it was no Whammy, no Whammy, no Whammy. <laughs> I mean, you have to wonder, you have to realize that I was sick, you know, watching Press Your Luck uh, for afternoon TV at the house when I was, you know, seven or eight years old. Oh, oh my God. I... So, but yeah, for some reason, I, I always mix those two in my mind up together i think they're heavily influenced by each other though oh yeah and the noise would like run around making noises like it was like kind of like a gremlin you know and uh not about as destructive as the cavity creeps but yeah i used to love the cavity creeps big holes in teeth yeah those are that icon there but great that's a whole that's a whole episode my friend all right i'm gonna move right in my number six my number six is the copper tone girl Oh God! Uh, I see we're keeping up with the creepy children one. All right, yeah, no. gotta keep in, gotta keep in with it. So the <laughs> Coppertone Girl came out in 19, 1953, right? <sighs> and uh, the original logo was lost in a fire and had to be redrawn in nineteen fifty nine. Really? So imagine, yeah. So imagine if you will, you put all your fucking eggs in one basket, and you don't have any copies of those eggs anywhere else, and your yeah. shit burns down. That that's a that's definitely an old uh, '50s thing. That something like that wouldn't happen today. Um, so the first model of the character was the creator's daughter. Um, her name was uh, Joyce Joyce Baloney. <laughs> her daughter. I'm I'm definitely not not a case I'm definitely not pronouncing it right. But it was her daughter, uh, Sherry. She was the first. Coppertone girl and then uh, a lot of, I mean I guess this is kind of a, a known thing but Jodie Foster was the Coppertone girl for a oh, long time um, from 65 to 93 that was a uh, old three-year-old Jodie Foster up there oh, uh, that smell is is the smell of Coppertone um, I don't think it's patented but it's definitely uh, it's definitely um, you know you could open a bottle of Coppertone and be like Ooh, I know exactly what that is very pronounced smell um, then in 1993, they had a contest, uh, for another Coppertone girl. And, uh, uh, they picked a little four-year-old girl out of a hundred thousand entries to be the next Coppertone girl. And this little girl, Alexia, whatever. And they also picked a Coppertone boy because <clears throat> nowadays, but yeah, so, um, I'm, all right. I'm frightened to look that up. I, I really I'm, don't I'm want always, to look that up. Dude, just type in Coppertone Girl and standby on yeah. Google Images. Um, so let's I'm always be fascinated that Jodie Foster was one of the Coppertone girls. So pretty so interesting. The Coppertone Girl, it's a shot at ass because the dog is pulling her bottom right. down. Yeah. Now, let me ask That's you. A young, an eight-year-old... An eight-year-old... Uh, Millie, does he... Are Good. you, were you tantalized? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we used, I, I grew up in a beach town, so, I mean, we were always using Coppertone, you know? 
It's yeah. just a part of growing Again, up. Talking about parents back then, they would just literally put you in the sun and put yeah. something on you to enhance the sun's ultraviolet radiation. Here, <laughs> take this oil. It's brown, though. It's good for you. It'll burn you up nice. Yeah. And then you were just like braising a turkey out in the yeah. In the we spent sand. a lot of time at the beach growing up. I mean, I lived just a few blocks from it, and a lot of Coppertone growing up. So, I always, so, I always thought it was fascinating that Jodie Foster was a Coppertone girl. Does that ad fly today? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's still around. You could go to Target right now and pick one up off the shelf. That little pink bottle. No, no, but does the ad? I think so. The products exposed. Uh, hand drawn. It's fine. <laughs> I actually found a picture of the uh, Coppertone man. Commercial? It's not a good idea. Live action? Negative. <laughs> just hand drawn, just dra drawn on your pad. No, yeah. it's. Oh, I mean, I, I, you know, you know the terms for certain things, and I know the terms for certain things. And oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this guy has liquefied genitalia. Jesus, <clears throat> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what we're seeing here is a man uh, with what appears to be a balloon covering up his man parts uh, wow that doesn't need to be seen but anyway that was my number six nice the some 19th. some famous models uh, Kylie Minogue recreated that scene and you can see a lot of people have recreated that scene Her but there's only been three oh I could actual. watch Kylie Minogue do that all day alright so <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, it's good that you're keeping on theme. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Parents would just, hey, let's just rub this lotion to amplify the ultraviolet, and here's a pop tart to tide you over. My next one number uh, number seven is the most interesting man in the world That's from Dosaki. That's a recent one. What year is that? Um, let's see. 06 okay. to 2018. Right. Um, so the original one was uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Goldsmith. That's the one that we're probably the most familiar with. Okay. He um, he actually retired in the role in 2016. And then a guy named Augustin Legrand did it from 16 to 18. The guy's been in other stuff. I just don't know offhand. But... So Jonathan Gold. Wait a second. Wait a second. There's two most interesting yeah. men in the world. Yeah. Wow. Do they look sim similar? Because mm. I didn't see that change. Not necessarily. So okay. uh, the original guy, Jonathan Goldsmith, is actually a Jewish dude from New York. Um, he was actually an Adam Carolla, and he was interviewed, and he's just like a, a commercial guy. So he's just kind of a normal dude. And Adam Carroll called him the least most uh, least interesting man in the world in real life. The dude was just like, yeah, I like to drink wine with my wife. Like, it was like he had like nothing to really bring to the table. But um, I think the so the um, Dosa Key before that was not like a big beer, I don't think. Right. But its sales increased 22 percent. Um, I guess it's other because it was helping people pronounce it. I think yeah. so, yeah. and it just, I think it just brought uh, brand awareness. Um, so right. it was up 22% at a time when imported beer fell 4%. So it was wow. really successful, um, you know, and it and all the 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 commercials were pretty hilarious. I mean, they were all kind of like almost like Chuck Norris type jokes, you know what I mean? They were, um, 
they were pretty funny. Um, How do you think Corona sales are doing now? <laughs> Probably not good. Um, but like, so it ended when he went into space. Uh, that was the Goldsmith retirement. Uh-huh. He went to Mars, and it was like his only regret is not knowing what regret feels like. Yeah, that was great. Um, but yeah, and then the uh, the Stay Thirsty, my friends, right. at the end. But I, you know, they for whatever reason retired him and brought in. Um, and it was frontline uh, Will Lyman who did the voiceover, and he's actually done a lot. Of, oh, so it really wasn't even the guy's voice. Right, they did a lot oh, okay. of the narration. Huh. Um, but it was really it's interesting. I wonder why he was replaced. There has to be a story. Do you think it's some for some nefarious reasons? Maybe. I don't know. You know he what? Made a copper girl. <laughs> no, I mean I don't think he was a. A bad guy. Let's see. I don't know why, but there's got to be some dirt as to why they decided to just switch actors. So this guy Goldsmith, he's been in 45 different television series. He was on Knight Rider. So yeah, he's very he's prolific. Manimal. Yeah. Oh, God, I love um, Manimal. Yeah. If I could get my hands on that on uh, on a streaming service. Uh, watch out, Daddy. Uh, apparently, just tequila ads now. Huh. Um, but that's weird. I don't know why he got. Uh, because I, I, you know, honestly, I think, um, you know, that helped their sales because they say the name of the product, Dos Equis. And going to a restaurant, I will not order something if I cannot pronounce it correctly on the menu. And I'm not a pointer, you know. I have been known <laughs> to Google the word so I could hear it on my phone, and then I'll order it. Doesn't it just mean two X? Two X's? Dos Equis? James, what does Equis mean? Two X's. Uh, so it's like double X. Yeah. What about Trace Xes? I would have gone. I would have gone triple X, and had what's his name maybe come in for an appearance. But when everyone's the way everyone says it, they just say Dos Equis. Yeah, it's just two Xs. Yeah. yeah. You could just ask for two Xs. Yeah. Can I get yeah. double X? Double X, please. I want that triple X, baby. Come on, you give me some of that triple X. What is the line? We'll have to. I think the triple X is uh, those jugs that you blow into in a junk band. Yes. Have three X's on them. We'll have to go into a whole thing on what junk makes band. it X, double X, and triple X. <laughs> where does it end? And where does NC17 take place? Um, so, <laughs> number seven. Moving into my number seven. Yeah. Um, which I have. I can't take it down right now because it's it's pretty well wedged in there. But the 1989 Batman serial. Oh, God. Wait, that's not an icon? Yes, it is. Goddamn right it isn't. <laughs> He's not an advertising icon? Batman <laughs> is an advertising icon for General Mills. Literally to this day, they just had Justice League serial Batman. When you were a kid, do you no. remember? So 89. So um, um, 12 years old. I'm walking into the store. I, wait a minute. I think you just used this to shoehorn Batman in. I'm walking into Food Town, and there on the shelf is a cereal. I can't see the front of it. Do you know why I can't see the front of it? Because it has a fucking Batman bank shrink-wrapped to the outside of it. And you know what that does to me? Yeah, It's coming home with me, motherfucker. That is an ad icon. Take it. Leave it. I don't care what you do with it, but when that, that Batman but, bank was on there... Like, okay, but he was just... That was like a Batman... Like, where's Batman serial now? 
They had they just you can you can go to get just well just recently they had the Justice League cereal and it was the Batman it was the oh, Ben Affleck Batman. I need to have a Batman cereal. That doesn't that was like a one time thing. No, it's not. That was around for years. For years. Well, no. That's and a like... bunch of promotional tie-ins to it. You have fifteen dollars. You can buy one right now. Yeah. Pick one up, James. It does um, like America's like trusted brand at Icon. Batman is like a separate character. You're shoehorning. But he he hawks. No, listen, last time last time you talked about eighty nine Batman, you you really jizzed right here on the show. You nearly beat yourself into completion, and <laughs> and you are just now doing this to get Batman back in. There. <laughs> Batman. Give me another character that had. I want to veto this. <laughs> it's an ad icon. That's, def- that's definitely an ad icon. I'm sorry. And I think of like, oh, vigilantism, justice, <laughs> comic books. Dead I don't, I don't fucking like, what does he sell? Like, I don't. That's hurtful. No, he's not busting through a wall yelling, oh, I'm just like, <laughs> we're hungry. Here comes Batman. No, he had, a, he had a plastic bank strapped to the front of a fucking cereal box. My parents were murdered. Oh, then, yeah. he had, then he had mail-away, mail-away items that you can get. No. Well. Glow-in-the-dark frisbees, cereal bowls. We'll tie into the movie, but Comic it's not book? like Batman cereal and then the movie came out. <laughs> I, how about that ad icon? <laughs> I I think I think you are I think you are uh, are being just just out of this. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that ad icon. <laughs> it just popped up on the screen. Um, Batman Hawking cereal, nineteen eighty nine, and then fast forward for years. He's been doing it for years. But if we took somebody off the street and said, "I'm going to say the word this character to you, and I want you to to run." Five things that you associate with this character. Do you think that cereal? That <laughs> for me, it was one of the greatest moments to see that bank on the front of that cereal box. I know, but I'm just talking like I bring someone in. They're probably like murdered parents, <laughs> Christian Bale. If you come to me and you're like, "Hey, what was your favorite cereal of all time?" Batman cereal. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> top top of the food chain. You know, the only other one was, I don't even remember, I think it was Rice Krispies had a submarine that you filled with baking soda, and oh. it would rise up and down in the water. That was, an, that was like number two on my list. But, favorite cereal, prize, Batman Bank on Batman cereal. It wasn't like Captain Crunch cereal featuring Batman. It was fucking Batman cereal. It's but an I, ad icon. But I don't think he's an ad icon. <laughs> just, the, just the symbol? Like, it's simple justice and healthy eating. They probably had to license that character <laughs> to make their cereal. It wasn't like he's an in-house, like he's right up there. He's on the boat with Captain Crunch. Like, no. <laughs> wow. That Terrible. was a shoehorn. All right, move along. Well, damage is done. I mean, we can't put the genie back in the bottle, What's but damn, that was well played, sir. What's well your played. <laughs> wow. Oh, there it is, the submarine. Kellogg's. Oh, my God, dude. Not my... My memory is for shit, but it was Kellogg's Rice Krispies was the was the uh, submarine. That's awesome. 
Well, if you're using the Batman, uh, my number eight is General Patton. Uh, <laughs> he, didn't, he was not on the serial. Colt Firearms. He, he uh, endorsed them. Uh, no, it's... Um, my number eight is the Energizer Bunny. Ooh, dum dum dum. So this is an interesting one. Let's talk about Energizer Bunny. So he showed up in 1988. I thought it was sooner than that, but it was 1988. Yeah, I it was later than that. And it was actually a parody. Believe it or not, there was a pink bunny. Duracell had one. It was called the Duracell Bunny. And remember, it used to run a race. And then it would, if it didn't have the copper top, it would, it would go out. So it was basically a parody where this bunny and the Duracell bunny had been around since 73. Right. And it had a drumming bunny also. So this one is Energizer and Duracell race each other. The Energizer bunny beat it. And then it's still going and going when that bunny runs out of steam. Wasn't that a big super or a uh, not a Super Bowl, but a, was it an Olympic tie-in or a Super Bowl tie-in? They, I remember a big deal commercial about they it. They did everything. Yeah, right. there was like kind of race. So they got away from the Duracell thing because Duracell sued them right. like a couple times for a couple things, saying you can't prove that your battery lasts longer. You can't just steal our bunny. They Energizer actually won that one because it was parody. Uh, um, yep. And that's where the whole it's still going. But then they started those parody commercials where they, and then they actually started using real products. Like yeah. they, it, would, it would start like, um, remember that the, the soap, it was like alarm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden here comes the rabbit right like, across the, the screen. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yeah. Michael J. Fox even was in an Energizer commercial where he was hawking at maybe even Pepsi. Right. And then here comes the Energizer bunny. And so, going and going and going. And so. They did those parody commercials, and then it moved on to some other um, nefarious villain that was trying to capture and kill the bunny, and it was called the Villains Ads. Mm-hmm. So, like an um, its own story. Those were in the '90s, and those were produced by Industrial Light and Magic. Wow. Yeah. So they they went big you, on that. Probably Jamie, Jamie Heinerman and uh, uh, Adam Savage probably had a hand in those. No. Maybe. I mean, they were there, right, during the 90s? Maybe, yeah. Very nice. So from 93 to 95, it was the Superbolt, and Superbolt had a, had its own, and it was called uh, the Weasel. But, yeah, they used Darth Vader. Yeah. They used Frankenstein. Um, and Rip Torn was the evil CEO. Right, yep. Um, trying to get the – and they had King Kong. So it was a series of villains trying to catch them. The Wicked Witch, Wally Coyote, um, and then in the twenty in the two thousands two thousand tens they still use the bunny, um, but they say that it actually. So despite the immense popularity of the ad campaign, sales of Energizer batteries actually went down during the years that the ads ran. Huh. And Duracell claimed that forty percent of its customers thought the campaign was promoting Duracell and not Energizer. Oh no shit! So it kind of so, backfired on them. B- despite the pop cultural success of the right. whole thing, to this day we all, you know, like if somebody's like, "Oh, you're like, you're like the Energizer rabbit," you know, or right. you're the bunny. When someone's real energetic, yeah. people still use that term. No one says the Duracell bunny. Yeah, but it, but at its core, it actually failed to sell the batteries. Wow. So back, back right back. now, right now, to this day, what do you buy from the store? Duracell or Energizer? Um, the copper top, or I just I don't know. 
I mean, I don't. I think I just actually get whatever cheapest. Yeah, I think that's what I do. Do you ever go Rayovac? Uh, not that cheap. I've gotten Michael some Ford. recently. I just gotten some from like Harbor Freight that came free, like a fifty pack free. Eh, they were all right. I mean, fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna use them. I mean, I've used Dollar Tree batteries for like Christmas shit. Yeah, I'm very weird about batteries. I'm I'm very. Uh, that's one of my my hangups. I like when I have something in a battery, I'm constantly thinking about it running down. So I'm like, oh, I gotta you know shut it and very. <laughs> quirky about batteries but yeah i probably i probably hit door cell up i like the look of the door cell the copper top and that black body but yeah. energizer remember they had the uh little you could press it to test, test the energy them. level on it uh, I've got one of those yeah. yeah so but yeah i think i like door i like the look of door cell the copper top yeah and do you remember more... the do you remember their mascot besides the Duracell bunny lay it on me wasn't it the puttermans the people that were powered by the door cell and they were like yes, they're like little robots yeah robot people yeah Yes, very like, plasticky people. And then they like wear down. That was weird. I'm gonna move right into my number eight here, boys. And yeah. the place I've never been before. Um, but uh, I think I have one laying around here somewhere. It, no. Is it is it fucking Wolverine? Yeah. Uh, no, Big Boy. Big Boy from Bob's okay. Big Boy. Um, okay. There's a very long history of the Big Boy icon. Uh, yeah. Started in '37. Okay. Wow. Um, went from a lot of updates from 37, 52, 56, two, you get two big boys in 69, 81, 88. Then you have an East Coast big boy and you have a West Coast big boy. Really? Distinct in, in both forms. Um, a lot of history behind it. Um, it was originally, uh, modeled after a six-year-old kid that would come into the store. Oh. And uh, <laughs> the guy who owned the place, it was like I think it was originally called like Bob's Restaurant or something like that. Um, he and he said, "Oh, that's a big boy talking about the hamburger." Well, boop, the guy's like, "That's gonna sell my burger." So he did the double cheeseburger running around, modeled it after this kid. It's Are we sure he was talking about the cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> so here's a fucking crazy fact that I had no idea about: Bob's Big Boy. And Shoney's are the same company. Wow. They owned Shoney's. Uh, I don't know if they do anymore, but which I used to love Shoney's as a kid. But yeah, Shoney's was uh, Southern, what was it, North Carolina, South Carolina. I think there were some in Florida in the in the late 80s. Um, we used to stop on the way down here when we drove from New York um, to the Shoney's. But I've never been to a big boy, uh, but I wouldn't mind trying it. Um 1998 Funko, the yeah. first bobblehead that they ever produced was a big boy. Really? And it tanked. They wow. could not sell them. Um, they actually went bankrupt. And uh, they literally failed to sell these Bob big boys. They put a lot into it. Boop. Yeah. Went bankrupt. They claimed bankruptcy. They were able to get the license for Austin Powers. They sold like 80,000 Austin Power bobbleheads, and Funko just took off from there. Now, they have a <clears throat> a pop now, right? A big boy pop? They have several, yeah. They have several. The original one is is quite a bit of coin, um, and then there's several other ones that they've come out with since then. Yeah. Uh, special editions and, you know, convention exclusives and restaurant exclusives, and yeah, there were some coin. I think I have the Target exclusive one somewhere here. 
I don't think but, I've ever eaten at a Bob's Big Boy. Yeah, no, nor have I. I've eaten at a fucking Shoney's before, though. I can tell you that much. Whew, I mean, I've, I've heard of it, so it's iconic enough. Yeah. That I think we've all heard of it, but I don't know how the food is. Um, I, it always it, it it gives me that '50s diner vibe. You know what I'm saying? The red yeah. check, the red checkered overalls. Um, look at that bitch. Nine hundred and fifty dollars. Woo! In 1980, uh, in West Los Angeles. The staff, 11 people were forced into a Bob's Big Boy walk-in freezer, and all of them were shot. Four dead. The rest was it the wounded. Domino's guy? And, <laughs> no, it was Bob. Uh, You're naming it after me! I've got a cow lick in your fucking name in it after me! <laughs> My God, this was crazy. There, uh, was, had, there's quite a story with that. but We had one not too long ago. What was that, James? In Collier County or Lee County, where they ushered all the people into the freezer at Cracker Barrel and fucking shot every single one of them. Really? I didn't hear so, about that. Yeah, that was probably probably 10 years ago now. Maybe Don't a go bit. in the freezer. Don't Never go, go to the freezer. Ooh. Never. And just because you think that uh, that following their demands is going to guarantee you safety, whew, you may be wrong. Yeah. Definitely may be wrong. But uh, yeah, Bob's Big Boy. I, I'd, I'd like to check it out. That and In-N-Out Burger. I know it has nothing to do with Ad Icon, but man, In-N-Out Burger. I want to get my hands on one of them, brother. Um, I think the, the uh, we had one in Vegas. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. The fries, the fries were um, a little different, but the uh, burgers were really good. I tell really you, good. I've, heard, I've heard people say that uh, Five Guys is better than In-N-Out. That's I'd, what I've heard. I'd have to eat them like close to each other. The fries are out of this world. Five that, Guys fries. God, with that Cajun seasoning? Mamma mm, mia. Yeah. It's a, good, it's a good fry. It's like a better Checkers fry. Yes. Checkers has good fries, too, though. Yeah, I agree. But, all right. I think we're going to wrap up our ad icon. Yeah, that's it. Or Now we're in, I think it's like March 3rd, uh, 2021. <laughs> uh, we've locked ourselves in our yeah. caves, and we've survived the outbreak. The There's a good chance I have it since... Uh... I've been muted this entire time, sucking my fucking sinuses into the back of my head. Um, so, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us this evening. And uh, be sure to check us out on uh, Spotify and Spreaker and Pocket Cast and no iTunes. I don't know why it hasn't uploaded to iTunes yet, but I have to. I've got like four shows I have to upload onto. Yeah. Uh, uh, it just takes time, people. It just takes time because I got to <clears> download it to YouTube and then convert it over to audio files and, and upload it to uh, Anchor, and then Anchor distributes it, but uh, we ha we do have one episode on on uh, Spotify and Spreaker. Saber it. Saber it, people. And for the Patreons, um, Patreon. we'll give you an extra no 37 minutes. No one's giving us money. <laughs> if you just pay us eighteen ninety five, We'll pay or you. Just a follow. We'll take <laughs> just give us a follow. <laughs> Um, but hey, for the Robot Variety Show, I am your co-host, Master John Goodfellow, Joe Radish, and our producer and part-time sniffler and chip eater, <laughs> ah, James. Goodbye. No, no last name for you. Just James. You just That's it. Just James. That's all they just get. Go. It's like Madonna. James. Chair. Madonna. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole show. So hey, guys. Get ready for uh, episode six coming soon. Uh, I don't know, maybe next Thursday night. Um, but Sunday's not bad. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I'm off on Mondays, so what do I care? Yeah. 
crank out here all night. So if you hung around for a two hours and 35 minute show, God bless you. If not, listen to it on double speed and we'll just be just as bad, just in fast chatter. Like the chipmunks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and take us to the cut, James. Thanks for coming up. Bye.